Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, it's Milton. I'm starting a new script analysis class on the 20th of April, Wednesday. The class will meet for six weeks from 5 to 6.30. Script analysis is meant to help us look at the text of a play and figure out what exactly do I look for in order to make these talented choices that I want to make. For more information about the class, email us at scriptanalysisclass at gmail.com. Scriptanalysisclass, one word, at gmail.com. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Okay, the discussion we had the other day, which had to do with defining character, and I want Guy to be here because, once again, I think we have to be very careful that we're not too exclusive about how we describe a character. I think it's a mistake to say, what is this character the most? I, I just... I think we start to cut ourselves off. I mean, the more I thought about what Guy said, that, that one of the teachers at Adler in Los Angeles said, the more I, I thought, yeah, kind of. But I think, the, I, I think the problem is, if we're not careful, we push ourselves into a corner so that we are trying to define a character one way and therefore it's like and that's what that's like and and listen i i I said this in script analysis it's like we must declare a war on cliches and uh, and i just worry that by defining a character with like one adjective it's going to push us in that direction. And I'd found some notes from Stella when she talked about the colors of a description, and I think that's all true. But again, I, I just, I, I so worry about over-defining acting in a way that makes it feel like, oh, I can play that. So, God, I hate my hair today. Okay, so, so that was on Thursday we had that discussion. On Friday, I read in the New York Times an article about dear... <laughs> oh, God. About Prince Andrew. I mean, really seriously. It, the royal family, I'm sorry. But at any rate, about Prince Andrew and in the same way that he, as Harry, was robbed of all of his royal titles for moving to California and apparently moving to California and being accused of sexual assault 
are in the same ballpark. And so Prince Andrew has now been, all of his titles have been taken away as well. But the interesting thing about the article was talking about how Queen Elizabeth behaved when the pandemic hit. And it described her as being stoic, dignified, and comforting. So what hit me about that, I thought, isn't that interesting? You're playing the Queen of England, of which, as you know, three people have recently, four, if you include Helen Mirren. And it's like, what is that character trait? And then somebody in an article defines her as stoic, dignified, and comforting. Okay. Sunday, I'm reading the New York Times for some reason, the vows section. I have no idea why I read this. I'm just always interested in who gets married. And also, I'm interested in the number of gay couples that are announced in the vows section on Sunday. It just fascinates me that there is a time. I mean, you know, you have to understand when I grew up, there were many things I thought would never happen. The Berlin Wall coming down was one of them, and gay marriage was another one. I still have hopes for my third, which is female priests. But anyway, so one of the descriptions of them, and happened to be two guys, And he said, in Thomas, I found someone who was super funny and witty. But no matter how much he messed around, he always remained driven. And I I mean, I, I point this out because, I mean, it's like, that's how we describe people. We describe people as being, I mean, I love the idea of somebody that's super funny and witty, but no matter how much he messed around, he always remained driven. So it it begins to tell you how complex characters are, and I, th- I and I think if if we're not careful, we restrict ourselves too much in the definition of a character, and I think maybe that's a mistake we've been missing. All right, one more which happened to be two women who were getting married. Uh, um, Oddly enough, and this is no reflection on how mindless men are, but all of the men, they said, you know, she was just the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen. Yeah, and I look at it and I think to myself, that is, I mean, how pathetic is that? I mean, really, seriously, it's just pathetic. So the two women, right, who were in the vows section, one of them said to the other, Marim is beautiful and intelligent, a fabulous conversationalist, and is always bubbling with ideas. I mean, you know, that's how you want, you know, I mean, that's how you want that character. You see, you know, she's a wonderful conversationalist, beautiful, intelligent, and always bubbling with ideas. I mean, what a way to describe somebody. Of course they got married. Would it be an interesting exercise to imagine you are in love with the person you're playing? Yes. And how you would describe them? Yeah? Yeah. As opposed to, 
Mr. Parrish said that she was the most impressive and attractive woman I had ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's like, yes. Well, that certainly sounds like a reason to get married. Anyway, yes, I think that would, I, I think anything like that's a really interesting idea. I mean, look, because here's what we're doing. I, and I, I keep going back to something that we're doing all the time. I am trying to figure out who this person is. I was on with Sharon Carnegie for about an hour and a half today. I was saying to her how, how much I like the idea, more than any of the other ideas, about creating a character as an other person. And I said, I really like that idea. I really like the idea because it seems to me as if it then takes it away from me, which I think is helpful. And so if I'm looking at him standing over there, I'm saying him because of the two guys in class, but if I'm looking at him and I'm saying, what do I see? You know, who is that person? And in other words, I'm painting a picture of him. I am painting a whole canvas about him that has to do with the world that he's in, his personality, how he deals with the world. And so I'm always kind of like placing this character over there so that I'm building this character. And then periodically, I step into this character's skin. Hey, everybody, it's Walker Vreeland, producer of I Don't Need an Acting Class. The podcast is conceived and hosted by Milton Justice, and our music is provided by Jeffrey Keezer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And thanks so much for listening. 